All right, my guests today are Macy Ellis and Justin Krinzer of Macy Mutt's Rescue. Thank you guys for coming on. Yeah. We'll start if you guys just want to briefly introduce yourselves. I give everyone an idea, like, what inspired you to start Macy Mutt's? We've always been big animal lovers. Our first dog we ever rescued was from the Eden Pound. Mm -hmm. I'm from Eden, and he lives in Paint Rock. And his name is Squeaks, or Squeakers. <laughs> Because he's a pit lab mix, but when we first met him, he squeaked. He didn't bark, so it was a joke, but it just stuck. So he had like a... Yeah. <laughs> and it's really funny because he's like a, a big dog. Like he's like 60 pounds. I call him my heart dog. He's sweet. We weren't planning on keeping him, but just he was our first ever foster fail. Mm -hmm. And then, I mean, Eden's bad. They only have a pound that holds for... It was three days, but now it's five days. Mm -hmm. And then they euthanize. Most of ours come from there, but we've branched out to San Angelo. You do it right out your house or you have a facility? We have our two houses, our two separate houses. He's got, what, three acres? Yeah, I got three acres and I got a um, barn facility. And then I house the rest of the dogs out of my mudroom slash dining room. <laughs> so you're, you're utilizing every little corner yeah, of the yeah, three acres? Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, just, it's, and it's a little bit more difficult because the barn's not climate controlled. During the summer, it's not bad. It definitely keeps everybody Cool, Cooler. but in the winter, I have to bring them in yeah. to the garage, mm -hmm. and then I've got heaters running in the garage, so they get to keep them warm. Mm -hmm. She has my one bedroom house that I rent. I don't even one bedroom it, so. house, you, yeah. and now all the dogs are in your house. I only have five at my house, only five. Yeah, she only, only five. has five in her one bedroom <laughs> house. Guys. My landlord's amazing, thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the ones that are at my house have to be okay with cats because I have I do have my one cat. What's your cat think of your dogs? You got five of them, and he's a little outnumbered. Yeah, he's actually really good about knowing if a dog's good with cats. It's weird. Mm -hmm. He'll be really standoffish, so I know if they're going to be good or not, so that helps. <laughs> he's a tester. Yeah, he's, he's getting guy. used to the older puppies we does have, he get, finally. Does he get paid with catnip very well? Or no. <laughs> he gets to do whatever he wants. He's inside <laughs> and outside, so... That kind of dictates what dogs go to whose house, too. Yeah, okay. that's what's made it hard. Yeah. So, like, the ones that are good with cats come to you? Yeah, and... pretty much. Yeah, I've yeah. had to accommodate. We got one or two that have a little bit higher prey drive that are mm. yeah. have to keep an eye on. So that way they don't have any interaction with little animals. Cause they'll... Or livestock. Yeah, they... And you got livestock, too? We don't, but... Not in the one-bedroom house, right? No. Oh, <laughs> gosh, cows no. running around in the... <laughs> I would love to have one of those little tiny cows, you know? Like, <laughs> I send him stuff all the time, he's like, no. <laughs> yeah. I've, I don't know where to put it. Eventually, I was just waiting for the time that we'd end up having to foster a horse or something. He has two horse stalls at his place, and we actually turned those into dog kennels. Yeah. Because we had Goose and Maverick dumped on us. Pretty mm -hmm. much when they were like three months old, and we had nowhere to put them, but we just made it work because it works. They're essentially ten by ten stalls. Okay. They're ten it's by the dogs. Pretty spacious for yeah. The dogs get ten dog. by ten, and yeah. uh, they get lit It's out. like in their own bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's nice. It's not anything it, rough. Yeah, mm -hmm. it just it just a mainly to keep them safe because mm -hmm. I know we have one or two that are escape artists. Yeah. You have some Houdinis? <laughs> yeah. I've been working with them, but it works okay. out better that way because I can shut them in for their own safety during the day. Right. And then when I'm home, I can let them out. Right. But so during, we can supervise them. Yeah. And I don't work real close by, so it kind of makes it difficult to where I'll be gone all day and I'd rather not have to worry about 
Somebody getting out, something yeah. happening. Yeah. They're in that 10 by 10 stall, so it's not like they're yeah. squeezed into a little cage or All something. All by themselves yeah. and in a tight space. And then we have the Pyrenees that she just roams. She just roams two acres. <laughs> She's a retired That's kind of their dog. thing. I joke around and say she was our Valentine's Day gift last year. <laughs> a rancher found her on his place outside of Eden mm-hmm. and brought her to the sheriff's office one night when I was working in a livestock trailer and was like, I heard the city was going to take this dog, and I was like, they don't take dogs from outside the city limits. <laughs> and he was like, well, I'm just going to take her to the shelter and have her euthanize. I'm like, oh. so we ended up with her. Is that kind of how most of the dogs, they just by chance happen into you? or Yeah. Like- most, most of them that she's gotten calls on from the Eden Pound, mm-hmm. she's already had them rehomed. Yeah. Oh. Most of the ones that we've ended up with from are emergency situations yeah. okay. where... It was either they were either going to be put down or turned loose, kind of thing. I guess really the only other option was somebody was like, "Hey, they're well, like, going to take them to be put down." Yeah, like yeah. Baylor, so, my German Shepherd. I fostered for Contra Valley Paws before. That's part of how I started getting into it too. Her owners had passed away, and one of the vets here in town—I won't mention names because I don't even know who it is in the first place—but <laughs> hard to mention a name <laughs> when you don't know who it is. So I don't know. <laughs> But they told Paws. I won't mention their name because I don't know who the hell it is. But anyway. <laughs> but they told Paws that they were like, it's best just to put her down. And I'm like, there's nothing wrong with this dog. We come meet this dog. Yeah. Because I've been good with feral dogs before. I have to give them time and work with them. And she's been fine at my house. Like, there's no need to put this dog down. She hates everybody but me, but she's not aggressive or anything. I call it grumbling. She's, <laughs> she's, just like, she's a complainer. <laughs> yeah, she just runs around the yard and grumbles at people no she does she she barks she's very scary looking but she's yeah she's she's a big scaredy cat but she's definitely intimidating <laughs> she acts like she's gonna eat you but she won't mm. i mean that works out for y'all if people yeah. now everybody knows <laughs> she's a fake <laughs> i mean she's kept somebody from coming into the yard twice i think they realized that she was back there like you guys are currently running out of your own homes. Is this something, first of all, that you all want to continue doing, like, long-term? And if so, do you have plans? I would love to, but financially right now, we're not mm-hmm. going to be able to. And mentally, it's been really hard. I won't lie about that. It's what if you do nonprofit and do grants and stuff like that? Maybe. If we were able to do that, I think we could. If it moved into something like that, it would be a little bit more feasible, whereas yeah. that's all you would do. Well, and I work 12-hour night shifts, too, so right now it's not it's been a lot. I think what she's saying, it'd, it'd be real, yeah. at least right now, it's making that transition would be, would be difficult. really difficult yeah. to go from. And adoptions are out of standstill right now. It's yeah. so hard. Mm. They're just everywhere. Yeah. And we try to help. We get donations. Most of that goes to spay and neuter. It'll help people appear spay and neuter if they can't afford it. Mm. Several last month. I was going to do some this month, but I'll get into that later. You <laughs> <laughs> um, can only do so much. I think right now we're probably at 60-40. 60% of maybe closer to 70% is out of our own pockets. 30%, I mean, there's been quite a bit of help um, on donations, even if it's just dog food. We've had people right. donate bags of dog food. And then the monetary, she'll help out with... Almost all that goes to help other people. The low-cost spay and neuters, like, I know she tries to buy at least four or five every time they have a low-cost spay and neuter. Most of it goes back into the dog, helping the other dogs. Anytime that we do have... Donations of food and stuff. She also runs, I say runs, she has a little food pantry. So if people run into an issue where they can't feed their dog, or any issue, (laughs) if they have a shortage of food, she's got, I don't know how many, 
hundred, couple hundred pounds of food to use for that. We try to help. We've gotten taken advantage of a few times, so I had to shut that down with a couple It's people, hard, yeah. It's hard. Even us with the training, we give a lot away for free trying to help, but then unfortunately there are people that will come along and they take advantage of that. So I get it. It's sad, but on the positive end, the people that you can help and that do appreciate it and do something good with it. Yeah. And people that do adopt the dogs and they stay in their homes. Do you do follow-ups on your adoptions? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I might annoy people sometimes. I'm like, send us pictures, please. Mm-hmm. Which some of your adopters that you followed up, they're doing good in their homes. I would say, I think almost, almost all of them. We've had a few. Yeah, we've had returned. We've not had as good. Five returned within the last. Uh-oh. Like, creep uh, off the table. Three or four months. Yeah, it's got like a. So tighten it down. That was a major setback for us. Side and bottom. Is everybody else falling apart over here? There we go. I just watched this thing. I watched it creeping down and I was like, (laughs) it was falling asleep. Just keep it below your your sight line and you're fine. (laughs) Nervous. I like to be in the spotlight. Like I said, we've had five returned within (laughs) the last few months and that's been really hard it's still better that they come back to us we always of, stress that to people if you don't want yes, the dog or something we, comes like, up just yeah. let you know and bring it back like yeah i don't care how full we are if it's just easier for them like we know the dogs mm-hmm. and yeah. it's easy for us to take them back and we wouldn't want anything to happen to them anyway but if they got right. turned loose that's the thing the dogs that come back to us we don't see the issue that right. they're telling us that they're having a lot of it is they're not supervising the dog exactly. or they're leaving the dog out there 24 7 dogs well, it's getting like, bored you know, we're like digging you, holes or jumping did you try kenneling them we don't believe in kennels okay well then you believe in what? Yeah, like your dog getting exactly. out, getting hit by a car, get in the shelter, in a kennel there. When people say they don't want to put their puppies in a crate, what do you put a baby in? Yeah, exactly. The crib? Yeah. It's like then a crate? Like sleep 20-something you know, hours like, a day now. They have to be yeah. safe if they're yeah. not being supervised. And especially puppies because they're baby animals. They, they don't know what the hell they're doing. Yeah. But I think that's one of the things that's frustrating. They adopt the dogs and they yeah. have all these issues because they're like, it's doing this, 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 and this. To us, that's... It's a, dog. Dog. it's a puppy. It's going to chew on things. You yeah. Know? To get complaints of, oh, they're chewing too much. Well, like you said, you yeah. put them in the kennel, put them with something that keeps their yeah. attention. Give them something they can chew on. Yeah. 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 And I know some of the facilities that people put their dogs in, it's like a laundry room or something that. And all they the put things, them in a room, like a bathroom or something. Yeah. And they tear up. Everything that's in that room. Yeah. Because to them, it's like a free-for-all in there. Yeah. Well, my puppies are in the bathroom, but yeah. I have it barricaded to where they can't <laughs> do anything. <laughs> I've been down this road. I know how it goes. Got the child locks on everything. <laughs> I, I literally have kennel dividers all along the walls. But it works. My bathroom You're is literally creating. their kennel. But it's a big bathroom, too. A giant too. kennel? Yeah. Like what, ten by twelve or something. So when you got to go in there to utilize it, where do you got to move a bunch? I usually put them outside <laughs> if I have to go to the bathroom or to take a shower because mm-hmm. they're just all up in my business, you know. <laughs> yeah, you're like, your microphones. Oh. We're having a bunch of thing. mic issues. Yeah, just okay. it wants to be down there with Tate. Is that good? He's so pretty. And see, like him, it makes me sad because. Do you want to tell yeah. his story? How did you get involved with Tank? So, actually, one of our dogs, Duncan, who you met, mm-hmm. the goofy one, Mr. Grumpy Face is what I called him because he always <laughs> looks mad, but he's not. He's, like, silly and sweet. His adopters, Tank actually showed up out at their house in Dove Creek. He was neutered already. 
Mm-hmm. His nails looked like they had just been trimmed. I went out there just scanning, and they're like, hey, his dog showed up out in the middle of nowhere. The city's obviously not going to pick it up because it's out there in the first place. Mm-hmm. Scanned him. He didn't have a microchip. And I posted him, posted him. Nobody claimed him. They were thinking he was a fight dog because he showed up and he had a bunch of scarring and cuts and stuff. But, you know, usually they don't. That's not really his temperament, though. Yeah, and usually they're still intact if they do use them for that, yeah. too. But he's so sweet. And he's beautiful. He's just a big love bug. He is. And he likes other dogs. So far, what I've done with him with socialization, the issue that I'm seeing isn't that he's aggressive out the gate. Mm -hmm. He's very pushy, which a lot of bullies are in their play. So he gets carried away, and the other dogs will give him signals, like a growl or a turn away or something that they want play to stop. Mm -hmm. And he just does not receive that, and he keeps keeps going and pushing. And then when the other dog gets mad enough to lash out, a fight starts. Their dog that they had, she's a healer mix. So she's got that going for her already. They just did not mesh. Him and Duncan got along great. So it's just a case where two dogs' personalities yeah. were clashing. But if it weren't for y'all, he would be dead right now, honestly. Yeah. I mean, we just like, had no. nowhere to put him. We're running pretty pretty thin on places to put. I don't even contained have anywhere to put a chihuahua <laughs> right now. <laughs> contained places to put animals. I don't, I don't really particularly want a 20-dog pack running around the mm. three acres as a whirlwind. And then the two puppies being returned, that threw a whole wrench and everything, too. A little bit. We can adapt and change and get everything set up, but mm-hmm. one of the... It's pretty hectic. I guess one of the biggest problems with that, too, is finding a place to put them all mm-hmm. and then also making sure who gets along with who yeah. when you let them out in groups right? because it's not really time permissive to yeah, so do one a at a time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm every morning, like, so before I go to work, I feed in rotations and right. I let everybody yeah, out we, in rotations. We got the same system going. Yeah. Yeah, you have uh, a lot of dogs. Yeah, too. we have a lot too. Um, <laughs> well, I have three in the board and train. He's one of them. There's mm-hmm. two more uh, currently. But then we have and then we have Gwen that's a foster from Paws. Mm-hmm. And then we have what nine of our own. Yeah. So that's 10, 13 in ours. And same thing right in our home. We don't have a extra facility or kennels mm-hmm. or anything either. I've got 12. Yeah. Okay, I have five. And then we have so, yeah, him and then the two chihuahuas that are still looking That are out also. and about. Hopefully he'll be good soon to start. Yeah. I mean, he's good now, depending on what type of home. Yeah. He's super sweet. He's I've great had people, people asking about him, but they have chickens and, <laughs> you know, cats. Yeah. And I don't know. I have cats. I have two, and they go out and they have a catio, so the dogs can see them, yeah. and they'll tease the dogs or whatever. But yeah. he doesn't seem to pay them any mind. They said that on walks because they had run into cats with him when they took him for walks before y'all came and got him. That he just kind of ignored them. So. Yeah, he doesn't seem to care about cats. Anytime somebody's have chickens, I'm like, I don't know that any dog's gonna be good with chickens. It's, it's their natural. Those are walking instinct. nuggets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's their natural instinct not to be good with chickens. Same with cats. People are so mad when dogs aren't good with cats. I'm like, that's not normal for them to be good. Yeah. With yeah, it's prey drive. Yeah, it's, so. it's just their nature. And everybody wants cutesy little dogs right now. I'm like, we don't have. We have the two chihuahuas, but they want cutesy dogs that don't chew on anything and mm-hmm. come house trained. He's good at all that stuff. He even yeah. uses the dog door. He goes right in his crate. No issues. No accident. He finds chews like that one, and he just goes to town on them. Yeah. He knows what he can chew on and what he can't. I have, I have no issues with him eating furniture or anything weird like that. Yeah. He really is a good dog. 
you know, he's got the dog thing going. But besides that, he's a good boy. I thought about keeping him, but I'm like, I already got how many? <laughs> I was hoping you'd say you would when you're like, yeah, he just comes to the studio with me all the time. I was like, oh, I think she's getting attached. <laughs> he does, and this is what he does. He just hangs out. I wish I could bring some of our dogs to work with me. I think that would be fun, but I don't really have anywhere to take them out. You do dispatch? Is that mm-hmm. what your yeah, full-time job? It's crazy. So you do that, and then you come home and... Dog stuff. Dog stuff. <laughs> Dog stuff. You do photography too, right? On yeah, top of for that. Shelter and pause, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I used to do people photography, but I'm, I'll just be honest, I don't like doing people photography. I no. Really do dogs. <laughs> dogs are easier to work with most times. Really? Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes. She does. Uh, My main wild, is wildlife like wildlife. Photos. wildlife. Yeah. yeah. I love wildlife photography. We're going to see your stuff in like nat- natural geographic. Oh, that or? would be a dream. That's yeah. my dream. <laughs> I, I would love to go to Alaska and all those places like that. Yeah. I always joke and say I'm going to get taken out by a bear trying to take its picture. In the river. That'll be an epic picture. <laughs> Hopefully my camera survives it. The last picture was the one that... <laughs> Sold yeah. like 20 billion copies. He's been with me before. I'll walk <laughs> oh, like right up to a bobcat. Sorry. Yeah, she <laughs> chases bobcats and gets you down. something to get a picture? Get, yeah, and gets down on the level with rattlesnakes. Oh, yeah, he loves going with me when I take those That doesn't, doesn't bother He's me. I just don't feel like, like I want to have to. Locked and loaded. Save ready her to go. life. Put her, put her in the car and take her to the hospital. What do you do full time, Justin? What's your... I work for Goodyear. I'm an engineering technician. I do tire testing. You're at the proving grounds, not the store here in town. I say Goodyear and people think I work at the, work at the store shop. here in yeah. town. When know. I first met him, I was like, oh, you drive the little trucks around? He was like, no. Nope. Like, no, okay. they, yeah, they don't do that anymore. We do specialized stuff. I had no idea there was a proving grounds before I met him. 7,400 acres. Wow. Pretty big. It's cool out there. Yeah. You should, you she should. goes wildlife. She takes pictures out there every <laughs> once in a while, too. So it works out. Is said, that, how did you all meet? I was actually, so, it, okay. I it's to, not I a, had to say not this a bad way. story. Well, it's I was kind doing of, a ride along with one of my deputies. He wasn't getting arrested. I'm just going to put that no, on No. Yeah. Mutual friends. Yeah. So they just happened to be, one, she's riding around with an on-duty deputy. And we went to go look at a property. Yeah, and and they were there they were there so it was an off-duty deputy that was a friend of mine and she was riding around with the on-duty deputy yeah. and we just happened to go to the same yeah. property because they were going to knock down this building and we were just there and ended up talking and then you guys were like do you like adopting dogs like <laughs> no that that came when that we came first later met, we only had three dogs between us if you yeah. can believe that he had his two dachshunds, and I had my chihuahua, which is funny. Oh, a bunch of teenies. Yeah, well, they're, they're travel-sized. Yeah, <laughs> not anymore. Like I said, and then, well, we ended up getting We got Dally. Dally. Yeah, from a friend of mine. She so was rehoming her. She's a mm-hmm. Catahoula blue tick. Oh, nice. Yeah, but we ended up, but that was, we were just going to be like, all right, we got a yard dog. And I say yard dog, they don't just stay out in the yard all the time. Mm-hmm. I say that, but... She loves being out on the front Outside. porch. So yeah. we were just like, this works out. She can stay out there. And Miss s- having big dogs. Because I always had big dogs. We always had the boxers growing up, you know. But yeah, the and then the dachshunds just kind of go in and sleep in the house <laughs> most of the time anyway. <laughs> Sir, that's a lot of foam. You're making whipped cream. That's a lot. Is that for hot cocoa later? No. <laughs> Tank's version of hot cocoa will be available. We'll just add that to the list of things that Tank is good at making. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
That's what it looks like. That's gross. <laughs> I can't even see it. I can, I can imagine it. It literally looks like I think he's mixed. He's obviously got bully in him, but I think oh, he's yeah. actually mixed with bulldog. Yeah. Because he's a little smushier and then yeah. he does weird stuff like this. He's got... <laughs> no, don't bring it over here. Don't bring it over <laughs> here. Yes. Don't bring it over here. No. Does <laughs> 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 this take? <laughs> Hi, Bubba. Go give Justin kisses. No. Hey, that was crazy, buddy. He you wants your whipped cream kisses. There no. you go. He's like, there I'm going to come around and no. see you. Yeah, I see, I see. <laughs> Share yes. it with you. Yes, thank you. <laughs> yes, I was not making fun of you. <laughs> He's got the wire. <laughs> He's a bull in a china shop. <laughs> what are you doing? He's like, I'm just showing you all my character. All the scarring from the fighting is starting to, if you, you can see him, yeah, like, peel up, away. but yeah. he's got some permanent hair loss, I think, <laughs> where where those areas were. Yeah, you like butt scratches, I know. There you go. <laughs> there it is. Thanks for sharing the whipped cream. There are a couple sh shelters that you all work alongside, too. Critter Shack, Contra Valley Paws. Yeah, I try to work with everybody. I support everybody. Everybody's yeah. been very supportive and helpful with us, which is good because we don't know everything, obviously. And and they they return the favor yeah, if we definitely. we try to help them out, and then they definitely help us out. Everything from the vouchers yeah. to vaccinations and stuff yeah. like that, they've helped us out a lot. This previous summer, we actually um, took in eight puppies. Yeah, it was eight? a whole whole yeah, litter. Eight. Yeah, wow. that was a what the hell did we do when we got them home moment. <laughs> but <laughs> it was like we hold, we had them like in this X-Men And you, hold, you were able to home them all? He kept one. I kept one. Oh, my goodness. Well, gosh. originally I kept her <laughs> and then we were actually at a low point. Like we the dogs were getting adopted. Yeah, so we were like, oh, OK, you know, keeping keeping one more isn't going to be that horrible. Oh. Do you guys foster out, too? Do you have any yeah, type we, of? We try not to foster out. Whoa. I have had a couple of great, really great fosters for okay. us. And it's almost always that there people have reached out and been like, if she makes a post that says, hey, we're at capacity, and there's been a few times that people yeah. reach out and say, hey, can I? is there somebody I can foster? Yeah. And it's so hard to find fosters. Mm -hmm. Ridiculous. Um, I Appreciate your patience.
stay on the line. We will be with you shortly. Episode 12, when Tank Destructs the Studio. (laughs) (laughs) I always ask anybody, especially anybody in the rescue community that comes in, we know everywhere right now has an issue with stray overpopulation. It's a crisis. But San Angelo specifically has a major, major issue. I always ask, what's your opinion on this, and what do you all see as possible solutions? Honestly, the only way I see it getting better is people spaying and neutering. Spaying and neuter. And just being responsible. People just seem to really just not give a damn anymore about their animals. The surrender rate, the rehoming rate, it's insane. Mm-hmm. I got onto a girl on Facebook today because she's like, I'm looking to breed my dog with another small dog, and I'm like, Why? Why would you do that right now? Are you like completely clueless? Mm-hmm. Off a little bit, but it's just yeah. yeah, the backyard breeding thing that that really gets on my nerves. Yeah, and it's it's very irresponsible. And people think just because they charge money for a dog that it's gonna go to a good home. Have you seen how many purebred German Shepherds, Huskies, French Bulldogs even that are popping up in shelters? Don't even get me started on those. They have so many <laughs> health issues to begin with. French it's like why people just don't have that care like they used to. They think dogs are just a throwaway item. They don't see them as a loving pet. They're just like, oh, or part tired of, the, of it. Part of the family. Yeah, yeah. tired of it. I'm just going to get rid of it. Spaying and neutering. Putting tags. I make tags. If people can't afford them, I will make them for free. And we got some from you. Yeah. They're not going to last forever. They're hand engraved. But if they break, yeah. I'll replace them. Because <laughs> I know mm-hmm. our dogs are tough. That all, and so. the, the microchipping, too. Yes. Yeah. And people like, oh, my dog's microchip. Was it registered? No. Mm-hmm. That's no good then. You have to register it. It takes like I know minutes. if they have their vet do it, they do right yeah. there. Put yeah. all the info in for them. Yeah. Um, I think so the shelter like does as well. The easiest way to do it. But. Is there anything else that you all feel you'd want to put out about either the rescues or your dogs personally? Or I will say a lot of people, they think just because they can't foster, adopt, or donate money that they're not helping, just mm-hmm. sharing posts on Facebook is super helpful. Make sure they're on public. Yeah. Well, yeah. It only takes one person to see yeah. the dog. That... And it's... Because think of yeah. how many friends each person has. If one person will just share that post and their friends may see that dog and be like, that's my dream dog that I've been looking for. Every single one of our dogs is great with kids, mm-hmm. other dogs. And all of them. All of them are good with cats. We try real hard to work with yeah. any of the dogs that we have just mm-hmm. so that they are have yeah. the, at least the basics. Mm-hmm. Kennel train, a housebroken, and leash manners of some right. sort. Like, you know, I mean, they're not yeah. going to be perfect on a leash, but right. at least they, they're not like some a feral. Some kind of idea of what it is. Yeah, they're not just feral. So they're, yeah. yeah, so but we try to make sure that they have at least the basics. Right. And then that's huge compared. Some kind of foundation. Yeah, if you think about it, then at least the groundwork's all there. Right. So versus if you adopt a dog. 
Um, you're rolling the dice if the dog, you, you don't know if the dog already yeah, has it. Yeah, you have that. no idea half the time where the dog came from, what mm -hmm. they already know. So we try to do that and it seems to help with the retention rate too. It's easier on us since we do have the dogs, we're fostering the dogs anyway. Right. It makes life way better for us if they have that ability anyway. <laughs> when they are able to take that to their new home, it seems to make it a lot easier for the transition, especially for the adopter. That helps with the retention rate. We try to make sure that we tell people adopting that we have no problem. If you reach out and have a question or, cause we know yeah. these dogs pretty well, their attitudes and their mannerisms and stuff. When I feed them, mm -hmm. I tell them to wait. I'll put their food down and they have to wait until I say, okay, and then they can, and That's I try great. to do all these things and it's tough to explain that to them. Right. People adopting when you're, everybody does something different on how right. they, and, and I try not to, hey, this is how I train. You have dog. to do it this way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just one of those things, like I said, where we're trying to help out by giving the dog a good Start. starting point. That's the other thing we try to stress. You have to give them time. We try to explain that to people because it's true. They need to know, they need to have a routine. They're just like kids. They have to have a routine. They have to have discipline. It helps if you start them right off yeah. the bat and some kind of getting that routine down what you <laughs> expect of them. That's the best time to do it when they switch environments and they're in a mm -hmm. new environment. If you start right away, like, okay, you're yeah. going to go in the kennel at this time. We're going to eat at this time. You got a potty outside. If they start implementing those little things just a daily routine type stuff right away it helps majorly because yeah. then the dog doesn't have any preconceived like this is what i was supposed to be doing i never had to go in the crate for the first three weeks why do i have to do it now right. Right. i never had to do yeah. this now i have right. to do it the other thing is people expect a dog to be perfect right away no dog yeah, is perfect. Need dec decompression <laughs> time too most of our dogs will return <laughs> before a week bones right there it's awesome <laughs> That was not a good throw. I know. You were away for so long. God forbid. What are you doing? All right. All right. So is there, um, if you just want to let everybody know the best way that they can reach out or contact you, if they're interested in adopting any of your dogs, or if they're interested also in donating... The best way is to message us on our Facebook page, Macy's Mutts Rescue. Mm -hmm. Since I do work 12-hour night shifts, I sleep during the day, or yeah. I try to anyway. I ask people to try to be patient because we get a ridiculous amount of messages a day, at least 10 to 20 messages a day about dog stuff, and I can't reply to everybody. Basically, just leave a message and you'll yeah. get to them. Yeah. Just be a little patient. And text messages work too. I'll reply as soon as I wake up usually. But I, I am a person. I have to sleep during the day. I know I have a crazy off schedule compared to everybody else, but I do need sleep as well. Yesterday, we were supposed to go to the adoption event, and I was, I just had run myself ragged with Burnt dog stuff. Burnt out a little so, bit. Yeah. I was not feeling good, so we ended up not going yesterday. Do you like Justin? Yeah. Yeah, I want to come home with you. No. Oh, wait, we don't have anywhere to put you. You guys ever need to bulldoze anything? You just let Tank in there and take care of it for you. Yeah, we have, I think. He's true to his name. Including him <laughs> right now. I think we have 10 that are up for adoption still. Mm -hmm. We have him, the two Chihuahuas, Bert and Ernie. Don't go through there, Tank. Tank. Good boy. And then we have Max, which is our boxer mix. Bella, she's our shepherd mix. And then we have Bailey and Paige. <laughs> if you need also need an interior decorator, Tank is great as that. And he knows how to make whipped cream. 
home skills. He has. He has the cutest little ears when he perks them up, too. Mm -hmm. He's just a happy boy. If you want somebody to look at you, like, (laughs) you're the love of their life. Thank you, your guy. We'll review it. I think that's about it, then. Thank you all for taking some time out of your hectic schedules (laughs) and sitting down with us. Of course. We're happy to be on. Hanging out with uh, the whipped cream maker over there. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad we got to see him. He's doing good. Definitely has a personality. He looks like he's got half a heart on his head in the white. He's got to find his his best friend, his soulmate, with the other half on the other side. He looks like he has an arrow under his butt. I don't oh, know what that's does. all about yeah. in the brown. He's like, like, he's like, I used it. Balls right here. <laughs> right here. Used to have. All right, buddy. We got to get out of here before you destroy the. What else can I unplug? That is it.